You're listening to Easier, a podcast about making life and work easier. I'm Anthony Wagner, and this is episode number 27. Wednesday, we'll embark on a journey together to discover the best tips for living and working more simply. I believe that when things are easier, we have more time for what matters most. This week, we're diving right back into my interview with Shelby Moore to continue our conversation about how to boost your business with social media. Let's get started. So let me, we're on this, I brought up hashtags and I know that's a couple of items down the list, but if you're okay, I'd like to to talk a little bit about them now. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is one of the other topics that has vexed me, why I stopped liking Instagram for a while, because I felt that the hashtags were just so inorganic that it made it feel like the things you were saying, you heard others complain about, that's how I kind of felt. So Mm -hmm. talk to me about hashtags. What is their value? How do you come up with them? So hashtags is going to work is like, it's basically Instagram's SEO. It is their search engine optimization. It is how people can find you. It's how people can stumble upon your content. So hashtag, you need to know what your business is truly about and who your idle client or idle follower or whatever truly is prior to using a hashtag. If you are a, I see this all the time. If you're a mom blogger and you literally just do hashtag mom, no, like yeah, no, <laughs> that's a little vague. <laughs> like, but it happens all the time. People are like hashtag mom, hashtag pink, hashtag girl, and I'm like, okay, this is not getting us anywhere. So those hashtags probably have like 35 million things and people in your engagement, you're probably getting maybe 60 likes on your picture and the top nine in that hashtag category is probably has 2000. So you are not going to show up there at all. So the key to a hashtag is you want to find hashtags that are related to your business that are related to your ideal client. And then that are related to that specific post that you're talking about. But digging a little deeper you also want to make sure that the hashtag that you choose is relevant to the type of engagement that you're getting on your post. So let's say we're talking about dogs and you have dogs, uh, you, it's a French bulldog and you're talking about dogs of Instagram. Well, that probably has like millions of millions of posts on it and the top nine within that hashtag group. So if you look at where it has, it says top and then it says uh, recent. If you click on the top, tab in a hashtag group, you can click on any of those um, posts and see what their engagement looks like. Engagement meaning how many likes do they have? How many comments do they have? More than likely that specific hashtag probably has people with hundreds of thousands of comments and likes. Let's say we change that hashtag to uh, squishy face dogs or uh, French, French bulldogs of Instagram, French bulldogs of Instagram, right. something a little bit more specific, um, may land you with posts that may have similar engagement to what you have. 
So the goal is that you want to find hashtags that have similar engagement to you so that you have the ability to land within the top nine of that hashtag. Because whenever you land within the top nine of that hashtag and someone goes to view that hashtag, your post is going to be one of the first posts that they see and that they will choose to engage with. There could even be like hashtags that are extremely relevant to you, even if the engagement is a little higher than what your posts may be receiving. If it's still extremely relevant to your business and your ideal client, you could still show up on the most recent section of that hashtag. You just won't be there as long because think, I mean, people are constantly posting to Instagram. So you'll show up within, you know, the very beginning of that scroll and then you'll fall kind of off. That's another reason Um, why people will post so often when they're first starting out because they don't have the engagement to reach the top nine of a hashtag, but they have specific hashtags that they want to use to reach their ideal client. So they just post multiple times a day so that they show up multiple times a day on the recent section of a hashtag in order to get likes and comments from hopefully potential followers. Does that, that make sense? A lot of sense? Yes, absolutely. So something that I've heard is that it's a good idea strategy-wise to use a mix of low engagement relevant hashtags and maybe more medium slash high engagement hashtags when you're coming up with your list mm-hmm. so that, you know, if there's ever that chance you could, you know, ping the top of a, of a pretty high engagement one, it could bring you more traffic. Absolutely. 100%. So if you happen to, obviously, whenever you're first starting out, you want it to be more of low engagement hashtags with just a few medium ones. And then as your engagement grows, you can kind of transition different hashtags into those posts and you can, you know, change them up to be at more medium or higher ones. Um, so that if your post goes viral, If you get crazy amounts of engagement on a specific post and you land within the top nine of one of those medium hashtags, you are going to get a large amount of engagement or a boost of engagement because you chose that. So it's a lot of research that you have to do and it's a lot of trial and error. I mean, you are, there are going to be many posts that you do that you may not get any action from hashtags. And then there will be a post that you do that you get hundreds of actions from hashtags. I was analyzing all of my, uh, all of my numbers and stuff, um, that I had been doing over the last week. And I noticed that the same, I used the same group of hashtags on two posts, one that I posted yesterday, one that I posted today. And the one that I posted yesterday received like 350 likes from a hashtag. But the one that I posted today received like 22 likes from that same group of hashtags. So, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. Certain hashtags are not going to work for all of your content. So that's why it's important to always kind of change things up. But I was able to see what these specific followers liked, what type of content resonated with them more. So now I know like they like me talking about social media. They don't like me talking about my family. So those ha- so I know which hashtags to use on specific content. So it's a lot of trial and error. People do get irritated with it. But if you start out in the beginning doing your research and then just kind of go with the flow, like don't focus a ton on it because I don't want you to like get overwhelmed with it, but it definitely is an important aspect of the strategy process 
if your big goal is to grow your account? So that leads me to two questions. And the first is in terms of hashtags, can you use the same ones over and over? And then before that even, how do you even go about figuring out which ones to use in the first place? So you can use the same ones over and over. It does work. However, Instagram is getting smarter. They actually just made a few changes this past month and they kind of know whenever you are using the same ones over and over. So they may not boost you as much into the algorithm, which actually may be why I didn't get a ton of traction with this last post that I did. Um, So they do want you to change it up a little bit. So what I do is I actually have, I go and I use the topics that we talked about in the very beginning, whenever we talked about how break down what different topics you want to talk about in your business. Mm -hmm. And then I research hashtags based off of my business, based off of my ideal client and based off of that specific topic. And then I created five hashtag groups and I saved that in my notes. I also saved them in my Planoly account so that I can easily just like, it's titled so that I can easily just click that add button and it automatically adds those related hashtags to that post. Now, if I was very dedicated to my own account, people typically will research hashtags for every single post that they do. But I'm not that hardcore for my personal Mm-mm. account. <laughs> no. So, so I'll change it up every, I mean, honestly, like maybe once a month, I'll go and I'll look through the hashtags that I'm using and I'll see where I'm landing. Do I see any of my posts on that top page? Like, can I scroll, you know, once or twice down and find any of my posts there? Is that hashtag relevant to my business? If I look at that hashtag, do I see competitors there? Do I see any of my ideal clients there? If I answer no to both of those or all three of those questions, then I will no longer use that hashtag and I will try to find a new one to replace it. But the easiest way to kind of get started if you're not wanting to have to research hashtags for every single post is to create groups based off of each business topic that you're wanting to cover. And just to kind of probe that a little bit more. When you say research, how do you, what do you do use to do that? So the easiest, maybe not the easiest, but the most handy way that you probably already have access to is just going onto Instagram. You can type in a general hashtag like social media marketing. And then whenever you go to that hashtags page, I'm actually pulling out my phone right now just so I can like talk more relevantly of what's actually, what's it actually going to show up. I'm going to do the same thing as you're doing it too. (laughs) Yeah. So if you just type in social media marketing and hit the tags tab, then social media marketing should be that first one that pops up. It has 6.6 million posts. It'll show you videos. It'll show you the top posts right now in that category. So oh, there's even a the related top. here at the top. Yes. So that's the, that? that is what you're wanting to look at. So if you scroll across that little bar, you can see all of the hashtags that Instagram says is relevant to this same one. So social media marketing, if you're just getting started, you're not probably going to want to use this hashtag or waste this on your account because you will not show up. 
you may show up in that recent section for about 15 minutes. And that's about it. So if that long, honestly. So we scroll through the relevant hashtags and we click on them to see, you know, what their count looks like. What does the engagement look like on those? This helps us research a little bit more. And then, so let's say we click on the one that says hashtag social media. It has 11.7 million, but let's see that tab even has more related hashtags. So you can get like really deep and really specific. Um, you know, we can go into content marketing. You know, you may do social media, but are you more of a content marketer? So you could just and see how that number even got smaller. I went to 1.4. So we went from like 33 million to 11 million to 1.4 million. So we're trying to get very um, strategic and like get more. Basically, we're trying to make sure that we are going to show up on a hashtag. So like content marketing would be a perfect one because the top one, there's like 44 likes on one of these top ones that I'm looking at. Now another top one though has like 8,000 likes. <laughs> so, you know, but it at least says like, okay, we could maybe there's 314 likes. So this could be one that we could definitely use. This may be a medium one. So maybe on, you know, if I'm adding this to my list, I would add this kind of more in like to a medium section. So I just pulled up business marketing. I was flipping through as you were talking through the other tags and business marketing has 126,000 posts, but then you click like the first three posts and they have 15 likes and 23 and 15. So this, Mm -hmm. this is totally doable. Absolutely. So yes, if your engagement is similar to the top posts within a hashtag. And if that hashtag is related to your business or your ideal client, then this, that would be the hashtag that you would want to use. Are your days super busy? Even though you're stressed and tired, do you feel like somehow you just don't get enough done each day? Well, you're definitely not alone. That's why I put together an awesome one-page guide on my top 15 strategies for getting more done in a day. These are all of the best productivity tips I've found from books, online research, and experience. It's completely free. All you have to do is head over to easiercast.com slash get more done to grab your copy now. Again, that's my free one-page guide called the top 15 strategies for getting more done in a day. You can find it at easiercast.com slash get more done. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I think that that simplifies the process a lot just in terms of getting ideas. Good. I'm glad that that was helpful. Yep. So we have been, this has been a pretty comprehensive episode. I want to make sure that I talk about bio before we wrap up. Does that sound okay? Absolutely. I think that's a really important topic to cover. Yeah. So let's talk about the bio. And um, I think that what's going to happen with this episode, if this is the second part of this episode, I think I'm going to be splitting this into two. So you're probably listening to part two of the episode now, but we're at about an hour. So I'd love to hear a bit about the bio. And then there's so much more that maybe sometime in the future, we can go a little deeper in another episode. How's that sound? Uh, Yes, I would love that. That would be amazing. (laughs) Cool. All right. So talk to me about the bio in your profile in Instagram. Okay, so I kind of touched on it before how people land on your profile and they spend about five seconds 
Um, and in that five seconds, they are looking at your bio and they're looking at your feed. So you really want to make sure that your bio is as optimized as possible to convert that viewer into a follower. So how do you do that? Well, you only have 150 characters, so it's definitely a struggle, but you want to kind of like sit down. We'll go back to that strategy portion where you are talking about your mission statement. Think about what your tagline is. Think about what your ideal client is. You want to be able to, in your bio, say who you are, who you serve, what they can learn from you, and then a big piece of value. Typically, that big piece of value is like an opt-in or something. So like on mine, um, it says like, I'm an Instagram strategist. Um, on my on my account, it's Instagram strategy and mom life. I help entrepreneurs um, grow their business using Instagram. You'll see lots of cheesy posts. And then it says, join the free Instagram course link. And, like, and then there's the link. Let me just pull it up because I feel like I just like rambled through that. Here's exactly what it says. Instagram strategy plus mom life, social media agency. Help create creative entrepreneurs reach their ideal clients on Instagram. Warning, you will find cheesy mom posts here. Free Instagram course. And then I did like a little emoji of a finger pointing downward to the link. Um, so I told them who I was. I explained who I served a little bit of information about me and then gave a big chunk of value talking about the free Instagram course. So you definitely want to make sure you are, if you're trying to like really hook them in having some kind of really cool opt-in that you can offer for your business or something that will get their attention. Like if you have a specific blog post that may be relevant to your ideal client, like five ways to grow your Instagram, uh, five ways to start a podcast. Um, something like that. If you're just trying to lead them to traction traffic to your website, that's fine. Um, but putting something there that shows them that like how basically what you have to offer them. A lot of people will sit there and say like, uh, I'm a mom and I'm from Brighton and I like cheese and I, my yeah, kids. Geez, are that's the LA. example you're going with. <laughs> yeah. All right. As long as we're on the same page with the cheese, it's fine. <laughs> And my kids are Ella and Finn. And, you know, like, that's cute. You're telling people about you. That's really more what bloggers do is, like, talk about, like, I like dresses and I like shoes and blah, 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 blah. But, like, okay. But, like, what what are they going to get from you? Who exactly are you even talking to? They don't know. They, I mean, you have five seconds to get your point across. So being extremely strategic with how you use that space. One big tip that I will say is whenever you go into, if you're looking at your profile, you can click, like, the edit profile button. And it says, like, name. And then it has username. So those are the two ways that you are actually searchable on Instagram. So your username, so like my username is Shelby.more. So that is my Instagram handle, my Instagram username. But my profile name, I actually put in there what I do. So like Instagram strategy plus mom life, because I do lots of like mom stuff, mom collaborations. I do brand collaborations with uh, mom specific brands. So those are two big things that I talk about a lot on my 
account. And that's also how I am searchable. So if you type into the search bar, Instagram strategy, my profile is going to pop up. If you type into the search bar, mom life, whether it be, you know, you're searching for a hashtag or searching for a profile, my account profile is going to pop up because I have that in my Instagram name. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So I'll just, I mean, I follow you on Instagram already. So this is giving you a little bit of a bias on my account, but I went up to the search on my end and all I had to type for you to come up first was I-N-S, INS, I-N-S. It pulled your profile first because it's part of Instagram. Um, So you're in my followers. Now it's not going to be that good if you're not following that person already, but that just shows that that is part of what is coming up in the search results. Right, exactly. So that's a huge way you can optimize your account is using that portion of your profile to not put your name, but to put something about your business, a searchable keyword that describes your business so that if people start to type that into their search bar, you are optimizing the chances of them stumbling upon your account. Yes, that sounds excellent. I am actually going to be updating my profile right after we get off because I am not using that. I did not know that. So I've learned something new. Woohoo. I'm so glad that I was able to teach you a little something. Oh, yeah. You've taught me plenty, both between <laughs> this conversation and the last one. Like, I have lots of changes I'm making based on this conversation, too, because I am not nearly as good at this as I would like to be. Oh, it's, it's definitely a struggle. I mean, there's a reason why people like me have a job. It's because <laughs> yeah. trying to run your Instagram like a business, it is, a, it's a whole nother job. You know, there, you definitely like, if you're strategic enough and you're dedicated enough, you can definitely do it yourself. But there are definitely reasons why people are turning this into a business because a lot of people just don't want to spend their time doing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of work, especially it seems more so at the beginning as you're trying to grow followers. It's a lot of work. Yes, absolutely. It is a lot of work. So don't give up. You know, I like to tell people all the time they get so frustrated. And one of the main things I see them get frustrated with is their follower count. And I said this in the beginning and I'm going to stress it again. Your follower count does not pay your bills. You converting your followers that you have into loyal customers or into loyal clients is what's going to pay your bills. So creating a strategy that delivers constant value to the people that are already following you is what is the most important. And then gaining more followers should come second. So if you are looking at your follower count and you are tracking when people are unfollowing you and when your follower count drops and when it goes up, you were focusing on the wrong thing. I'll tell you right now, I probably have 60 people that are probably going to unfollow me within the next couple of days because I know they're only following me because they're doing the whole like follow unfollow strategy. (laughs) So, but like that doesn't bother me. I don't want them there anyway. Like I don't care if my follower count drops because if you unfollowed me more than likely, you're not my ideal client anyway. So I just want people to focus on like the real, like, the real big picture and not like the follower count because that doesn't matter. No, it absolutely doesn't. You're not getting any return on anything. You just get a number in your profile. And yeah, I guess if you want to be like an influencer, like that's your thing, Mm -hmm. a high follower count is important. But otherwise, it seems like, you know, if you've got 25 hardcore fans that are following you, that are engaging with everything you post Mm -hmm. and are buying things from you, that's money. 
Exactly. That is money. You know, people focus so much on growing their followers, but they don't focus on growing their community. Like, that's fine. Grow your followers and invest in all this stuff to grow your followers all day long. But then if you don't nurture those people that have invested into following you, they're going to leave you. And then you will get nothing from that. You will just be spinning your wheels for a number and you will not make any money from it. Right. Well, I think that's probably an excellent place to leave this. But before we sign off, I want to make sure folks know how they can connect with you if they would like to. So where can they go to find you? Well, obviously on Instagram, yeah. you can find me at um, shelby.more. And I do spell my name differently. It's S-H-E-L-B-I dot more. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can also find me on shelbymore.com. But obviously, I love connecting with people. I'm one of those people, like, if you message me on Instagram, we can chat all day long. I will message you back. So Instagram is definitely a good place for you to find me. Um, and I also drop a lot of content there as far as, like, fun tips and facts. And then you also get to watch my stories of all my kids screaming in the background. So, you know, it's very, it's very entertaining. Right. <laughs> Okay. Well, that sounds fantastic. This conversation has been so good. Really, I mean, when we started, I knew I had a hunch with this conversation. It was going to go for a while. I was like, this is going to be a two-part episode. I can feel it because we are at so far an hour and like 10 minutes. So this is I been, love it. Yes. Excellent content. I think people are really going to love it. I am going to split this into two for sure. Um, so people who are hearing this now, you had to wait a sec- for another week to hear this part of the episode, but I think it was worth it because it's been so fantastic. I'm so, so glad. Yes. Thank you so much, Shelby. I have absolutely loved having you. And like I said, there's so much more to talk about that I am sure I'm going to be extending a follow-up invitation quite soon. I cannot wait. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. And that's it for episode number 27 of Easier. And that's the end of my new year, new business series. I hope that you loved the entire series as much as I did. And I hope you loved my interview with Shelby and took away some phenomenal tips on how to boost your business with social media. Do you have any tips, tricks, or hacks for making life easier? If so, I'd love for you to email me at podcast at easiercast.com or leave a comment in the show notes, which are at easiercast.com slash 27. Remember, every episode's show notes are at easiercast.com slash that number. This week, it's 27. If I love your idea, I'll feature it in a future episode. Also, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at a Michael Wagner. Again, that's at a Michael Wagner. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.